Welcome to another Whiteboard Wednesday video here where I'm going to be covering a wholesaling and house flipping topic and we're going to talk about a definition or a concept or a technique or a strategy to help you become a better real estate investor. And on today's video, we're going to be covering the topic of what is a pre-foreclosure coming up. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. And be sure to stay to the end of this video because I'm going to be sharing additional videos and resources to help you take action and implement what you learn on this video. There is a lot of confusion when it comes to foreclosures, and that's because there's different phases of the foreclosure when you think about the timeline. So let's take a look at this. If we have a timeline here of the foreclosure process, in the very beginning, we have what we call pre-pre-foreclosure. Now what pre-pre-foreclosure is, is that's the time frame from when a seller goes late on their mortgage payment with a lender until the pre-foreclosure starts. And that's usually about a three month window that happens right here. So owner goes late, they miss their payment one month, they miss their payment month two, and then they miss their payment month three. That window right there is what we call pre-foreclosure. -pre uh, the bank will start to send letters to the owner saying, hey, you missed your payment, hey, catch up your payment, hey, this is a problem. If the seller doesn't catch up those payments, then as soon as usually that three month period passes, then the bank will file notice of default. They'll actually uh, start the legal proceedings to foreclose on a property. And that's when we have a pre-foreclosure. Now that's a very significant thing to happen in the foreclosure process because typically that pre-foreclosure mark when the bank notifies the owner that they're starting foreclosure, there's a filing that happens. And when that filing happens, that now becomes a public notice and it's recorded on and public record, which means we can get access to that data. We can actually get a list of people who are in pre-foreclosure now. So there's an opportunity here when somebody is late on their payment, but really when we get notified, if that person doesn't reach out to us or some way we come in contact with them during pre-pre-foreclosure, we have an opportunity during the pre-foreclosure stage. And stick around because I'll share with you how you can actually get access to a list of people in any zip code you want that are in pre-foreclosure. So once they're in the pre-foreclosure phase, then the bank is gonna continue doing legal proceedings, every state it's different, until we get to the next mark on the timeline, and this would actually be the foreclosure auction. This is the day of reckoning, right? If the owner doesn't catch up those back payments and back taxes and all the penalties and fees, then a day will come when it goes to the auction. And at the auction, the opening bid is usually what's owed to the bank. So opening bid is what's owed to the bank. That's usually the opening bid. Now, if there's investors there at that auction or buyers at that auction, and they bid at least the opening bid amount, or if it bids up higher, and it sells to a private person at the auction, then that person who buys the property now owns that property. The owner now has an official uh, foreclosure on their record. Uh, that's not good for an owner. If they have a foreclosure on their record, that sticks around for a long time, maybe seven years. So it's not a very good thing to have happen to somebody. If nobody bids that opening bid at that auction, 
then what happens is, is the bank then takes that property back. So that's when this phase right here, the next step here is what we call an REO or a bank owned property. REO stands for real estate owned. This is when the bank now repossesses the property. No one bought it at auction. They now own that property. Once the bank repossesses the property, now has owner, uh, they may do a, um, you know, they're going to, they're going to, kick that person out of the house if they haven't left already. They're gonna take possession of the property. And then what they're gonna do is they're gonna liquidate or sell that property. What they do is they hire an asset manager. The asset manager's job is to sell the property for the highest value they can get. The asset manager works with a designated real estate listing agent to figure out what the property's worth, put it up for sale, and try to sell it for the best price they can get. And that is an REO. So when you see an REO for sale online, or listed with a real estate agent, it's gone through this whole process here. Sometimes this can happen um, fairly quickly in, in a few months, maybe six months in some states. Other states, it takes a long time. Some states even have redemption, which means once the property sold at auction, there's a window of time where the owner can still redeem the property. And so the new buyer can't actually take possession until redemption is over. It's like another grace period for the owner to kind of get everything caught up if they can. For example, in Michigan, it's six months of redemption after the foreclosure auction. Uh, if the property's over an acre, it's a year. So every state's a little bit differently, does it a little differently. Make sure you find out in your state how that all works. You can Google and, and put in these questions you know, about pre-foreclosure and the process that the banks follow to foreclose on a property, how the auctions work. You can actually go attend these auctions uh, and, and be a buyer there. Now, as a real estate investor, if you think about it, look at all the opportunity that you have to help a distressed seller out of the situation. Hopefully, my goal is that I can find this person and help them before we get to this auction. We want to avoid the D-Day, right? When they're gonna get that foreclosure on their record. If we aren't able to find that owner and we miss that opportunity, then the, our last ditch effort to you know, have an opportunity on that deal is as an REO. And I've got a lot of videos where I talk about how to really do well with REOs as well as these other uh, types of phases here in the stage of foreclosure. We'll talk at the end of this video about some of those additional resources. But what I want you to think about here is, uh, you know, once an owner goes late on payments, how do I find that person? How do I help them in that situation? Once they start pre-foreclosure and the bank officially starts the proceedings, how can I contact that person? How can I get in front of that person? Your job as a flipper, as a wholesaler, as a real estate investor, is to help sellers in distress and get paid for doing that. It's a really a beautiful thing, helping people getting paid to do it. and than at the auction. Now, let me just take a second and just talk about the auction for a minute. The auction is actually the most difficult in the timeline to uh, you know, find the opportunity in the foreclosure process. And the reason why is because if you attend the auction to buy the property, there's one thing that makes that really challenging and makes it more of an advanced strategy, and that's how you pay for the property. So if you go, you bid, you win the bid, they're expecting payment immediately. Uh, sometimes there's like a 24-hour period, but you basically have to come with the money to buy. You don't have time to raise capital. Any of these other phases, you do. You have a window of time because what you're going to do is you're going to contract with the seller, in this case as an REO with the bank. You're going to have a closing schedule that's usually 
two weeks, three weeks, sometimes 30 days, sometimes 45 days out, that gives you time to then wholesale the property, find a buyer and wholesale the property before the closing. Or if you're gonna fix and flip, raise capital so that you can get to the closing with money. I love having that option of being able to raise money or find a buyer in the transaction from the time I get a contract to the time I have to close on the contract. So if you think about that, you can do that in pre-pre-foreclosure, pre-foreclosure, and REO stage. Now, something that you're gonna run into, those of you that are really interested in going after pre-foreclosure leads, is that most sellers do what I call put their head in the sand, which means they're gonna contact you right here. At the 11th hour is when the majority of people in pre-foreclosure finally deal with it. You know, it's kind of like the idea of this isn't happening to me. Um, it'll, it, I'm gonna figure out a way to work this out. Sometimes what happens is they, they maybe lose their job, they start missing some payments, they get a new job, and then, but they're just behind now and they just can't catch up because they're $5,000 behind or whatever it is. And they just are playing, trying to play catch up and they just can't, uh, or they're not able to work it out or it just continues to progress to the auction date. And then they finally call your for sale by owner or your, your we buy houses cash sign. Or, you know, they're finally able to call back because you contacted them earlier. And they then are proactive finally at the last minute. So my number one question when I get a pre-foreclosure lead, reach back out to me or answer one of my marketing pieces is I, the first thing I ask is, when is your foreclosure? <laughs> they're, they're given notification by the bank as to when that date is. It's always available. They know that that date's coming usually. So they'll tell me, well, it's Friday or it's next Friday. And I'm immediately thinking, okay, you've been in pre-foreclosure for six months. Your auction is in three days. Why are you calling me now? You know, <laughs> but that's just how it goes. So you have to be prepared for that. Always be thinking about that date. Your goal, if you're gonna try to do a deal during pre-foreclosure, during this window here, it's the biggest window, is to be able to close and fund by before the auction. First thing you have to do is ask the seller for a payoff letter from their lender. That's a quick phone call. Lenders do these all the time. They usually can kick those back same day. And that payoff is gonna show, here's all the back payments, here's everything, penalties and fees and everything to bring this loan current, okay? Uh, so those are some ideas here. So when someone says to me, hey Jerry, uh, do, you, do you like foreclosures? Um, or how do I do a foreclosure? Or how do I pre-foreclosure? You know, the first thing I ask him is, well, tell me where you're at in the timeline. What are you, where are you talking about in the foreclosure timeline? Because we have really four phases of the foreclosure. Pre-pre-foreclosure, pre-foreclosure, auction, and then bank-owned. Uh, and really, there's kind of another one in here, which could be uh, short sale. So this kind of fits in right here, short sale. This would be that if what they owe on their loan is more than what market value is and they're upside down, then there's a window there during pre-foreclosure where if you're proactive, if the seller's proactive, they can actually negotiate with the bank to take a lower price than what's owed. And some banks will do that because they'd rather deal with it and get rid of the property in here somewhere than wait all the way to the end when it's an REO. Because the likelihood of them getting it back is very high because opening bid is gonna be what's owed, and if what's owed is more than what the market will pay, they're gonna get it back. So a lot of times the bank will short sale the property, discount it, do a loan modification, 
or sell it at a discount, but you've got to initiate and do that paperwork and that process with the bank early on during somewhere in this window. The further along it gets to the auction date, the less likely the bank is to negotiate a short sale because they've already waited this long, they might as well just see it through now and get the property back. So they tend to be less willing to negotiate on a short sale the closer they are to the auction. Okay, so let me share with you a few resources if you're really interested in doing pre-foreclosures. It's one of my favorite types of leads because it's really an opportunity for you to pick up a great deal, help a seller out. And so I've got two videos. One is how to buy pre-foreclosures. I did a video where I break down uh, tips and strategies for how you can actually negotiate and buy a pre-foreclosure. I'll put that video link in the description below so you can check it out. And also I did another video where I break down foreclosures on Zillow. Uh, you'll notice, if you go on Zillow, you'll notice you'll see lots of foreclosures for sale on Zillow. Those can be very misleading because most people don't understand where it's at in this phase of the timeline. So on that video, I break it down, I show you exactly how to understand what those are when you're on Zillow and how you can go after those. So those two resources. And also, if you're interested in pre-foreclosure leads, those are one of the things that we provide in my all-inclusive deal management system called Flipster. And if you've never heard of Flipster, it's an all-inclusive cloud-based deal management system for wholesaling and flipping houses. It comes with dozens of different tools, all designed to help you manage each and every step of the way when you wholesale and flip houses. And one of the tools, one of the deal finding tools, is our motivated seller leads, and we actually provide uh, pre-foreclosure leads with a lot of them have uh, phone numbers and emails. And you get a certain amount of those added to your account every single month, it's really cool. So you're able to reach out and contact those, those uh, pre-foreclosure leads. So if you wanna learn more and to check that out, just go to getflipster.com. You can see it in action and learn more. And hey, thanks for joining me on this video. If you learned something new, go ahead and hit that like button and leave a comment and let me know your biggest takeaway and if you plan on going after pre-foreclosures. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the channel. I'm dedicated to helping you make more money and less time wholesaling and flipping houses. And this is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. We've got hundreds of videos and new videos coming out every single week. And don't forget, it's not about the money, it's about having the time and freedom to have, be, do, and give everything that God has in store for you. That's what it's really all about. And I'll see you on the next video.